0: You're listening to the best of Kevin Inquiry on 93.5 and 107.5, The Fan. By the way, we should also pass along, again, if you are just joining us this morning, uh, just over six hours ago, the Buffalo Bills did send an update. DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in the Buffalo Bills game versus the Cincinnati Bengals. His heartbeat was restored on the field, and he was transferred to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition. Uh, in other football news regarding injuries, Purdue. Uh, obviously, did you see? Did you watch much of the Citrus Bowl
2: and see the injury? Yeah, Dion, it was Deion Burks. Is Correct. that his name? Yeah, um, I did see that. He was. Taken to a local hospital, right, but released. Did I see that correctly? Dion Burks has
0: movement in all extremities due to neck pain. Precautionary measures were taken to stabilize him after the injury. He was taken to a local hospital where he will be fully evaluated and undergo additional testing that from purdue at about six o'clock last night then they later announced all medical scans were normal and dion is feeling better he has been discharged from the hospital so that is good news
2: yeah good news on that front again we will talk a little bit more pacers in purdue i um, coming up later in the show uh, but continue to focus on the demar hamlin situation we actually had a listener uh craig who is a um icu nurse Uh, call in and first off Craig thank you for for doing that um I guess your thoughts on everything that transpired last night and if the best you can kind of take us behind the scenes and and what you imagine took place whether it be on the field or at the trauma center
1: yeah so after somebody's had cardiac arrest and then you have to do CPR um you're not only worried in that immediate time frame, especially right after you get them back, but you're worried a lot for the heart and the brain within 24 to 48 hours after the event. So, a lot of times you'll take them back to the hospital and you'll put them in into uh, kind of hypothermia, and that has been shown to really significantly reduce future damage to the heart and to the brain. And so the most likely that's what they did is they took him back. They've got him cooled down and they're keeping him sedated and monitoring everything. Uh, and they'll do that over the next few days to really monitor where things are with his heart neurologically, make sure that he's not getting more damage even up to 24, 48 hours after the event. Now, Craig, um,
0: I want to ask you a couple of things here, and first off, I guess to protect you, I, you know, I want to make sure, I'm not asking in specific with this Hamlin case, because we don't know, right? So speaking in generalities yeah. here, um, one of the reports that came last night, I believe it was one of the initial reports, uh, from. it may have been from the Bills, I can't recall, but there was a report that he was intubated. For those that are unfamiliar, that means that, a tube was put in one's air passageway to essentially breathe for you. Uh, is is that a common occurrence in these types of situations that someone would be intubated?
1: Yes. Yeah, that usually happens if somebody's in the hospital and goes into cardiac arrest. It's pretty much 100% guaranteed they'll be intubated and sedated. Uh, if you're ever going to sedate somebody, you will intubate them and put them on a ventilator. So that you're actually doing the breathing for them And they're not going to stop breathing
0: One of the things that I was introduced to Last night, Craig I, I was unfamiliar Maybe I had heard like in passing of this phenomenon Again, we don't know for certain And may never know for certain That this was what took place last night But I hope I'm pronouncing it right Commodio or commocio cordis Which is a, a trauma to the chest area right at the moment, like literally in the millisecond between when the heart is pushing out and then restricting again during a heartbeat, and that trauma causes the heart to cease in continuing its beat, electrically speaking. Have you ever witnessed that sort of an event?
1: Uh, no, I've not witnessed it. Well,
0: or I mean the recovery of said event, I guess I should say.
1: Not that specifically. Um, Lots of other causes for cardiac arrest, but not that specifically.
2: Craig, it was mentioned last night, I believe, that maybe nine minutes of CPR, if I recall correctly. Um, How does that number compare to what you are used to hearing? Yeah,
1: If you're not... In a hospital where they've got IVs already started and can push a lot of different medications, then um, nine minutes is is actually a pretty decent amount of time for CPR and for his heart to restart.
0: By decent, you mean that that's encouraging or decent meaning like that's longer than you would expect?
1: That's encouraging. Okay. Yeah, so when you're doing CPR, you're actually pumping the blood through the body... Um, you're almost it's almost like you're artificially making the heart work when you're doing CPR so you're you still got blood pumping through and supplying all the the tissues and the organs with the oxygenated blood that they need so it's it's not like nine minutes without a heartbeat or without actual blood flow you've got blood flow while you're doing CPR
2: Gotcha. Um, when you mentioned earlier, um, and again, for those that are just now joining us, Craig, very kind to call in, ICU nurse, I, I assume locally here, Craig? Yes, sir. Um, when you mentioned the neurological worries and concerns and the immediacy and now the 24, 48-hour period that we will enter after, is that more oxygen to the
1: brain related? Um. To some degree, yes, but a lot of it is the body's reaction to the cardiac arrest and CPR um, and then some byproducts that you get related to your acid and acid-base balance in your body.
0: Craig, let me, let me finish by saying this to you. So do you work in, you say ICU, so you see it all, right? I mean, you're not necessarily specifically in a cardiology unit, correct?
1: Correct.
0: Okay. Um, cardiologically speaking, you know, I was pretty close, right? I mean, I only say it because I can relate to obviously not what Mr. Hamlin is going through but to an extent i mean i was there with nurses and doctors working on me uh when all hell was breaking loose and you know when you've got a 100% blockage stuff gets real real fast right yeah and i'm asked a lot how i and i asked myself a lot probably how i made it out of that room and You know, Craig, quite frankly, um, it's because when you go into that moment, you feel a connection with the people that are working on you and you trust them. And they have a demeanor about them that carries you through. And that's not to say that if they don't make it out, that you weren't that way in that moment. But I don't know that you realize, Craig, when you go into work every day, the possibility that somebody's gonna make it out of that room just because of the grace you carry. And so for those that do, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's um I mean, it's a lot more important than talking about sports, talking about sports. I can tell you that, and you know, it's you never forget it, man. I mean, I almost feel sorry for Craig. I appreciate the call, Craig. Thank you very Kevin, much, Kevin. I I almost feel sorry sometimes for nurses and doctors because, I mean, you as a as a patient, you feel this bond with them like forever, right? And they're like, yeah, man, I'm just doing my job, and I'm one of like a thousand people that feel that connection to them, and they got lives to live man they don't they don't need to be like having me talk to them all the time but i'm telling you that's what uh, that is what carries you
2: through jake um it's probably some combination of covid slash having two babies be delivered in the last two and a half years the small 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 positive i think of us having to go through covid and your situation times you know a million our appreciation for nurses, our appreciation for first responders, while I want to believe it was always extremely high, in my opinion, should be through the roof. And I just, oh yeah, I mean, I can't, I think I've shared it before, just watching the chaotic nature of when Max was delivered and how quickly all of that happened and the uncertainty and the nervousness and seeing the doctor. I mean, this is 2 a.m. in the morning, you know, seeing the doctors and the nurses and how composed they are. Um, it, it takes an extremely rare individual to be cool, calm, and collected in those moments. Um, and then to deliver, for lack of a better term, in terms of what they know and the knowledge that they've gained through years of um, learning, and then to execute all of that. Um, it, it's a task that I could never imagine doing. And, you know, for those people, doctors and medical people on the field last night i mean can you imagine that i mean that's a little bit of a different nature God. than you're in versus a hospital room or you know even just a typical public event you know if you're at a restaurant and you know you have to tend to someone there you know 60 70 000 people and you know all these people crying around you um yeah gotcha. I, I mean listen it's you know it was surreal for everybody there i
0: think also because, you know, it's kind of one of those, like, you never think it'll happen to you type moments. Um, and, and so for the players, they're all looking at it thinking, like, that that could be me, right? I mean, that, that could easily be me. Um, there are a lot of dominoes to it. I mean, you do feel for T. Higgins as well because,
2: right. uh, you know, I mean, what must be going through his mind? And the hit itself, I guess for those that didn't see it or don't want to see it, And I apologize if this sounds... It looked fairly innocuous, right? ...insensitive. Jake, that's a hit you see every other drive in the NFL. T. Higgins makes a catch, turns up field. DeMar Hamlin makes a tackle and almost kind of absorbs T. Higgins. I don't know if that's like a great way to describe it, but just kind of absorbed the hit and got up for a brief instant and then fell to the ground. And obviously, we saw everything unfolded after that. So we'll continue to keep you posted on things. Um... Thank you to Craig for calling in and Jake. I know it's a very emotional. I'm sure it was very emotional for you last yeah, night. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried. To, you know, last night. I appreciate night,
0: you sharing this. Kevin, and listen, I, I want to apologize for people if I lost like composure there, but you, you don't know really what triggers it. I, you know, last night watching it, it was like, wow, you know, I, I'd, I keep forgetting that I had an incident involving my heart. I, you know, not to that level because I didn't have total cardiac arrest, I never lost consciousness. Um, so maybe that's why for me, it's, it's emotional because I can remember every single moment of it. And like when you're in that moment, you're just, you know, your, your loved ones aren't around, you know, you're, you're in that room and you're thinking to yourself as I was, you're thinking to yourself, this is probably it. You know, this is, I never thought I would live to be this age, I thought I'd live longer than this, but this is very possibly the end of my life, and these are the last people I'm going to be around, and in that moment, um, you want them to have that grace, and I hope that they realize that, that they realize that that's what people are relying on them for, and so you just never know when that is going to be triggered in you to go
2: back to that moment. I do want to share a couple of Damar Hamlin stories here in just a second. Um Jake one of the first things I thought of last night when words start you know when we realized there was going to be no thumbs up there was going to be no I'm okay there was going to be no you know crowd cheering and he's you know whatever if he could wave something like that that you that you often see with these situations when players suffer you know the types of injuries where then they needed to be carted or stretched off the field stretchered off the field I thought about John Stewart and I was admittedly very young when that happened, but it was probably one of the more impressionable sports life stories. What year would that have been? 98, Jon Stewart? That sounds right. Right around the turn of the I century? I was
0: that night at Channel 6. I think 98 or 99 sounds right. You know, I was
2: nine, maybe 10 years old. And at that point, sports and life don't really intersect. You know, it's probably 99.9% of sports for me and when i realized what happened and i mean i had gone to local basketball games and watched john stewart play like i mean i i I knew who he was and i think kyle menrip it was a couple years ago now you know wrote a piece on when ellen and bloomington south played and jack kiefer and J.R. holmes still coaching there and just the memories from chris hill and everybody that was on the court andy means everybody on the court that night when it occurred i believe in columbus if i'm not mistaken where that game was played, that is what I thought of last night. And obviously in a high school gym and seeing all of that happen, and for a 17-, 18-year-old individual, I mean, hell, Damar Hamlin's not much older than that. I guess it is pretty much the same thing, a little bit of a different environment. That was the event that I thought of last night. The
0: the John Stewart incident um, led to eventually a program there's a gentleman uh doug is his first name that lives down near batesville but he started a foundation locally i know of called giving hearts a hand that does pre-season heart scans and screenings for high school athletes to it is impossible always to detect everything within the heart but you can you can hopefully determine if somebody has the condition that john stewart had or if there is significant blockage or um you know blockage can come either via cholesterol or plaque that develops inside the arteries uh and and those things are allowed they can scan those things they're never 100 percent pure of course but if there is an issue like a john stewart had the hope is that a young athlete would be able to determine that and have it taken care of before they get involved where the heart is obviously put into a situation where it's working extra hard against itself. Um, and so I would strongly, strongly, strongly encourage for people of all ages to get a heart scan. Never fail proof, but doesn't hurt.
2: We're going to talk a little bit of pastors coming up in about 10 minutes. Jeremiah Johnson going to join us um, some Purdue in the nine o'clock hour. We'll obviously continue to update you if there are any updates on Demar Hamlin. Did want to share just a couple of stories on, you know, maybe him outside of Football. He is a Pittsburgh native, went to high school about 10 minutes from the University of Pittsburgh, decided to stay home, um, wanted to be close to his mother. His mother had him at the age of 16. Um, he had a younger brother. I don't even think it was elementary age, so that was a big reason why he said he wanted to stay home for college. Uh, this is a quote that DeMar Hamlin shared about being a role model, uh, and I quote here, Everyone's situation is different, but that at the end of the day, this way of life right here is going to have you more successful than a lot of those other paths, and it's shown if you stay straight on this path, you just use your resources and connect with the right people, you'll be successful, you'll turn out okay, and it will all be okay for you. I find that quote pretty relevant because... um Hamlin's father spent three and a half years in jail um, during some pretty impressionable years of Hamlin's childhood. Um, He mentioned that it kind of stripped the imagination of a kid, uh, and, and I'll share this quote as well from Hamlin. And I quote, that's when my outlook on life changed, Hamlin said about his father going to prison. I had to take reality for reality and couldn't be a kid anymore. It was just me and my mom now trying to survive. I had to grow up really fast. It instilled the toughness in me, that mental toughness. It built that work ethic in me. Just that time with not having my dad around, I had to be a man. It changed my life. You know, when you hear Jake about him off the field and his mother. And I'm sure this has some relevance to your mom. Um, Mom runs a daycare, Kelly and Nina's daycare in the Pittsburgh area. Sounds like DeMar grew up in in, in certainly not the greatest part of Pittsburgh, and he wanted to do a toy drive for the kids at the daycare. uh, So following his senior season at Pittsburgh, he did that. His goal was about $2,500. That GoFundMe account has really taken off on Twitter I retweeted it last night for those that are looking for it, um, and that GoFundMe has over three million. So, obviously, Demar Hamlin's situation is of utmost importance right now. But it's great to see humanity showing up in a big, big way there.
0: You know the the Buffalo Bills as a franchise, and, and you know who knows what happens from here forward regarding that game or the schedule or whatever else. But you know they have been through. Nothing compares to this, I realize, but just the city of Buffalo and, you know, the people there, though. I mean, loss of life in Buffalo after the storm they just had, unfortunately, has been more common than one would expect.
2: We had a shooting there. Um, what's that? Prominent shooting there, sadly.
0: That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's been a rough year for the city of Buffalo and for the spirit of those people. And, uh, you know, for a lot of them, the bills are probably the outlet that allows them to, to pull together. And they got to pull together now, probably as, as much as ever before.
2: Okay, Jeremiah Johnson going to join us in a few. Jake, were you in, um, you, you brought up, and boy, I, I don't, I'm I not going to try and pronounce it, um, the condition that people thought Harmon might have suffered last night with that hit, starts with a C. Uh, commodio cordis
0: or com, I, I believe it's either Commodio Cortis or Commodio Cortis.
2: Again, we don't know that for sure, Correct. but some people were mentioning last night, Chris Pronger, former blues player, suffered a slap shot to the chest in 98.
0: Okay, that was right before I was
2: there. Okay, and suffered that. Um, Again, this is the furthest thing from trying to compare the two situations. I feel a bit insensitive in doing that, so I apologize, but for what it's worth, Pronger made a full recovery, actually played in the NHL for over a decade after that. Um, So I think, you know, again, if we're trying to Look at other situations that have occurred. That was one that I saw mentioned um, last night. Well,
0: there was the, and it wasn't that situation, but the soccer player, obviously. Yeah, Denmark.
2: Um, Christian Eriksen, I believe, for Denmark in the right. Euros uh, last year, maybe two years ago, suffered a heart attack on the field. And, and then my uncle was texting me last night. I didn't, 1971, Chuck Her- Chuck. Chuck, Chuck Harris? Hughes. Chuck Hughes, Lions player. for the
0: Lions, right? Yeah. Um, Who passed on the field. Yeah, he had had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he had caught a pass, was running back towards the huddle. He was right near Dick Buckus, as a matter of fact, and he passed away at the age of 28. Um, he had, basically, one of his coronary arteries was blocked at 75%, and he had a family history of heart disease, um, You know, as did I. Again, the, the blockage can happen one of two ways If you think of a garden hose You either over the course of time Can just get dirt that cakes inside the garden hose And narrows the passage of it Or you can get a rock that goes in the middle of it um, And in my case, I had a piece of rogue plaque That broke away Scraped the artery wall And then a blood clot formed And so I had a rock in the middle and so it was not gradual It was instantaneous um, but yes, Chuck Hughes is the only NFL player, and we certainly hope remains, God willing to him, the only NFL player to pass away on the field.
2: Again, before we get to morning check down the latest on DeMar Hamlin, this around 140 last night from the Buffalo Bills. I know a lot of people are kind of in and out, driving into work, probably back to work or back to school coming up here on this Tuesday morning. So this from the Bills, DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest following a hit in our game versus the Bengals last night. His heartbeat was restored in the field, and he was transferred to the UC Medical Center for further testing and treatment. He is currently sedated and listed in critical condition.